All right, we're once again going to find out where we're going today. Currently, we've got one through four, Blades in the Dark, five through six, Avatar Legends. Ooh. And that's a two. We're going to do some crime. Crime time, everybody. <laughs> and then next time, it's going to be a perfect half and half split. Nice. Perfectly balanced. Turns out this is, I think, the first time that we've done two Blades in the Dark sessions in a row since we were just doing Blades <laughs> in the Dark. But now, previously on ImpTab Avatar, Blades in the Dao Fei. We caught up with the masked spirits after they managed to get themselves out of the clutches of Brother Hotaru in the Lungkau city block, and they got back to their hideout with Riven the Chemist to do some light interrogation, <laughs> just very, very light interrogation, and they managed to get some information from him about what had happened to Wei Young, and uh, just kind of were a nasty group to him, but he's been a nasty guy to them, so karma, you know, what goes around comes around, it's all about balance. Even though we're not playing Avatar Legends right now, we're playing Blades in the Dark, finally. <laughs> now... Uh, we did some downtime and learned a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, Tonin also finally finished the singing bowl, yeah, much yeah, to yeah, the joy yeah, yeah. of everybody involved. And Day decided to go out and uh, do some sleuthing to try and find some stuff. He found a potential ghost door at the bottom of Tonin's singing bowl, should this ritual manage to work out correctly. And he also discovered that Jenna has been giving information to an immortal assassin who trained the Avatar how to kill. And now they're kind of, maybe, sort of, working on the same team. Well, I mean, Thomas is going to have to figure out how he's going to handle that situation. <laughs> but for the time being, let's find out what's going to happen here in the world of Blades in the Dao Fei. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to ImpTab Avatar Blades in the Dao Fei, the actual Blades in the Dark actual play where we make up almost <laughs> everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by... Thomas Ryan as Deus Ex Machida. Christian Randall as Donan Yoru. And Evan Peterson as Siwei Lei. It's a wild time. Wild times in Bossing say. Um, <laughs> Some stuff happening. Yeah, in fact, I, as we concluded last episode, I don't think that Day actually did tell anybody about what he discovered about Jenna. I don't think the opportunity even showed up. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we that was like the ending note, and then we ended the, the session. Well, uh, if I recall correctly, the order was you went out, you discovered that stuff about Jenna, and then you got back to the hideout, and that was when you noticed that keyhole appearing at the bottom of Tonin's singing bowl as it was kind of resonating. Mm -hmm. So I think that's probably where we're picking up, is you in the soundproof room uh, just kind of discovering lots of interesting things about the world. Before I do anything, are we in downtime now? We're in free time. Okay. That is the formal term for it in Blades in the Dark. Okay, cool. Awesome. Um, everyone's home, right? Everyone's at the house or at the base? I am I am in the room with you. I am actively messing with the bowls and getting things set up and just admiring the work that I put into it. Well, Tony, it looks like your, your little door to the spirit world's certainly going to work out. You never did tell me what you're going to do with it, though. Um, yeah. Point of order, he actually did tell you what he's going to do with it. He's going totally to take people, forgot. Gonna take people back to the spirit world and let Co steal their faces, is what he told you. Oh, Right, yeah. and I asked if you thought that made me a bad person. That's right. <laughs> Man, okay, so it's been a month since you recorded. I'm just throwing that out there. It has. <laughs> I have forgotten a lot of things. <laughs> My bad. I totally know what you're going to do, young man, and it's not cool. <laughs> Look. I mean, we talked about this. I am 
undecided as to if this is really a bad idea or not. I mean, I put so much effort into it. Have you ever heard of the sunk cost fallacy? <laughs> I'm familiar. <laughs> I put all this effort in. Really, should I not use the door? Should I not? I mean, the whole point of making this was to send people and faces to Co. I mean, I could... I guess I could just send my sketchbook to him, but that feels a little half-hearted. I have to ask, young man, why do you need to send these to Co? He, he pauses for a genuinely and worryingly long time. Oh, I never really thought... I never really thought about the why. It's just that's what I was made for. That's why I am who I am. My father, his father, and his father, they all did this, and that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be the next Yoru in line. But I guess now that I say it, that doesn't sound like a very strong why. You mean... You said you were made for this, but who says that you were made for anything? You can simply be, young man. You don't have to do something just because your parents did. You could always just not do it. Seaway! Ah, Seaway! <laughs> did you get down here, young man? Seaway's just been in the corner the whole time. <laughs> did you not see me? No. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a large man. <laughs> he was pulling a Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. He was just standing still and eating popcorn. <laughs> I can feel people approaching. How did you do that? <laughs> Here's the thing. And I this is this is a realization I'm kind of having in the moment, so bear with me. I kind of need this to be okay because if it's not, that means it's not okay. And that means that a lot of things that happen to me are not okay. And I don't know if I can handle that right now. You hear from the front Eelhound's music changes to the song I'm Not Okay by Chaz Cardigan. <laughs> Man, that guy's got some issues, but he's really on it with the soundtracks. Tonin, I, I have not known you for a very long time, but something to consider. Just because something has happened to you doesn't mean it has to keep happening to you. The past has happened, fine, but you can shape what happens next. If I accept that these things were done to me and that it has had a net negative effect on my life... Guys, I don't have a face. I don't. We can I don't, get you one back. I don't have my bending anymore. We I can don't, get you that back. If I leave, if I stop doing this, I'm pretty sure my father may try to kill me. Uh, there's just like there's a lot here. Uh, my mom won't. She's great. I'm sure, but you're sure? <laughs> Do you not know your mom? Oh no, I know her. She she's the one who taught me how to draw. Oh, she's a very talented artist, but. I just, honestly, I'm glad, I don't want to say I'm glad that Wei Young is gone, but I'm glad you guys are here right now because Wei Young was pretty clear that we were just co-workers, uh, if that, but you guys actually feel like you could be a support network if I actually face some of these figurative and literal demons within me. So if I make that choice, do I have, this is a little strange to ask, do I have your help? Day will come and smack you on the back. Like, not a violent one, a friendly one. But <laughs> Just murders me. <laughs> but he is quite strong, so it does. it's not like a gentle, friendly slap on the back. Um, so, of course, young man. Always have somebody trying to make things right. What do you think I've been doing with young Master Who? That is very valid. <laughs> then I'll finger gun Seaway and be like, he'll help us too. 
Right? <laughs> oh, sorry. I, th- I thought you wanted me to pretend I wasn't here. <laughs> um, yes, of course. Well, now I know about you. I can't ignore it. <laughs> you may still just stay in the corner. Just the elephant koi in the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I went and spoke to an old colleague of mine after trailing Jenna. She's been selling our secrets, so we need to sort that out immediately. I mean, yeah, we kind of... Seaway, I don't know about you, but I kind of assumed she's an informant. Every time you get information from an informant, willingly or unwillingly, you're giving information to them to sell again. That's just how informants work. Yeah, it's kind of her job. Am I the only one who is not expecting her to be doing this? Apparently. Oh, the young master who's going to freak out once he gets back. Yeah, I guarantee you, Wei Young knows that that this is Jenna's MO. Wei Young has probably suspected Jenna from the beginning. <laughs> Wei Young is the least trusting guy I know. He's he's probably actually got informants on Jenna. That's that's the kind of guy he is. Just a, a train of informants all the way up. <laughs> I'm sure that Wei Young has many, many times used his ability to ask if Jenna's lying. <laughs> has he never done that? Pretty sure you never have done I that. Don't think, I don't think you have. I don't think... I don't think once. <laughs> Hashtag trust Jenna. Wei Young's trust in Jenna was complete. Just like his trust that he could absolutely wreck Riven the Chemist, and that Riven the Chemist was a complete bozo who could never do anything against him. I mean, Riven is a complete bozo. He had to hire some demon to do something to me. Um, anywho, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> well, apparently everyone else just isn't bothered about this. I mean, did you say who she's selling it to? So here's the thing. Um... I've led a long and storied life. Um, there was a time in my past when assassins may have come after me, and this man was one of them. I mean, that doesn't sound like too outside the realm of what's sort of been happening and we've been dealing with. Um, You know, we've all had assassins in our lives. I'm sure every single one of us has had someone try to kill them for political or some sort of machination, uh, including Seaway. Look at that guy. He's huge. Someone wants to kill him. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, actually, we know a cold killer wants to find him. No, oh, he's in debt to a cold killer. Yeah, the cold killer has already found him. Oh, he just she just has not killed him yet. Because you can't squeeze blood from a rock. Perhaps that's the case for you young men. But uh, the assassin who is after me is, um, I don't know if you've even heard of him. Tigway? Does that ring any bells? Tigway the Assassin, Tigway the Immortal, you know, something to along those lines. Tonin immediately stands up and closes the bar that locks this room and <laughs> starts, like, <laughs> making paces around, seeing if there's any way to make this room any more secure. He's, this, he's not trying to kill me right now. I want to be very clear about that. I, I guess that's pretty obvious. Otherwise, you would be dead. Um, I would just like to throw something out there. He has tried to kill me in the past didn't work. I'm going I'm to roll my sleeves up and they are just covered in, like my arms are covered in scars. You are the one that he failed to kill? The one mark on his record? People talk about you. You're a guy. You're that guy. Well, I wouldn't know about any of that, but the point is, I've spoken with him again because um, I need some assistance bringing who back, and if anyone knows how, it'd be that guy. And he's agreed. He said he would help us bring back young Master Who. We do need to kill the Earth King. I guess we don't have to kill the Earth King, but we do need to get rid of the Earth King. Ap- apologies. Who's Tikwe? Do you know? <laughs> oh, you don't know. Oh, he's just an uh, assassin who's been alive for hundreds of years. Maybe thousands. Definitely hundreds. Killed the 40th Earth King. No big deal. Tonin is just like, uh, underneath the mask, you can just tell that his eyes are like 
shining stars as he is looking at Day, being like, this guy. Like, I knew he was pretty cool, but this guy. You chose to grow eyes so that you could. <laughs> yes, so I could be starstruck. <laughs> I, f- I feel like there's sort of a paradox of being the world's greatest assassin where, like, you're the best at what you do, but nobody can know who you are sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I definitely have no idea who this guy is. I've heard of him because of my family. We've had dealings be just... You know, our skill set and his skill set kind of overlap sometimes. That makes sense, all things considered. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely people in your family line who have been taken out by Tiguai the Immortal. Oh, Hondo Posento. Yeah. So Tiguai, uh, he's killed a few Earth Kings. I don't know exactly how many, but he wants us to kill this one or remove him, which is great. Young Master Who will be pleased as punch once he finds that out. Um, however, if he's going to help us bring Who back, we need to eliminate the Earth King. Okay. Any plans? Any ideas? I have a fully formed plan that just dropped into my brain right now. Step one, we have to get Wei Young back. That's very integral. Before we eliminate the Earth King? Well, I think we can kill two buzzard wasps with one stone. The point <laughs> of eliminating the Earth King is to get help bringing who back. That is a bit of a quandary, because my plan is if we somehow can get him back without the help of this immortal assassin... We can use the uprising of the Daofei gangs that we already are planning, have this gang war activate, the king accidentally gets taken out during this time of upheaval, and a young, charismatic, and intelligent Wei Young steps up and quells the unruly subjects, placing himself as the new Earth King. And that way, the Daofei gangs are happy as they now have an Earth King in their, well, not in their pocket, but on their side. And he can basically just legitimize all of the Daofei business. Do you think it's possible that Wei Young is simply going on his own journey on the other side of the spirit world right now and will find his own way back? He's pretty smart, but how's he going to get back? Young Master Who does not have the ability to trans transverse transport himself through different worlds so it does seem unlikely unless he's getting aid from some great spirit but <laughs> i don't see that happening correct me if i'm wrong but we don't know where young can earthbend right oh that's true you guys don't that was only yeah they would know since he taught him yeah yeah i mean way young is very smart but he's just a guy he can't even bend he can't like he's he's stuck there is he's not coming back without our help he's probably already dead well, I don't well, know. Well, let's not say that, young Master Lang. <laughs> Look, here's my point. I love Wei Young, but... <laughs> In my experience, if you have to throw a butt at the end of it, you don't really love him. The longer... All I'm saying is that the longer we spend on this, the less time we're spending making money for our crew. That's all I'm saying. Well, if I may elucidate you, young man, the Earth King is very rich. If we're in his house and we have pockets, we can fill them. (laughs) Better yet, if we take his whole house, we have all the gold. So it's an assassination robbery. Two in one special. I want to call it a coup. Can we call it a coup? (laughs) We can coup. Hold on a moment. I feel like we cannot just waltz into the Earth King's home and murder him. Or not Tigway the Immortal. Yeah, you're you. You're better than Tigway. My family talks about you. I read stories about you when I was a kid. You're that guy. There were stories written? I mean... I've been busy buttling. I I don't have time to read. (laughs) You're, I mean... 
you gotta teach me some stuff. I, I can't really bend anymore. What do the stories say out of curiosity? Because I, I, in my experience, these stories tend to get blown out of proportion. I mean, I did kind of expect you to be around eight feet tall, a lot more muscular, and they did mention some crazy tattoos that I have never seen on you, but maybe you have... I don't know. Do you have tattoos? The tattoos are true, and you won't be seeing them today, young man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not eight feet tall, and I was more muscular back then, but not that much more muscular. I will take off my mask, and I will have disguised myself as, like, imagine that basically since I've been a kid, I have been drawing fan art of my favorite character for my favorite <laughs> story, and I'm just like this. I don't grow any taller because I can't really change my height too much. But I get like a little bigger. My muscles get bigger. I've got like these crazy tattoos and I just got like this chiseled jaw. I just look like the most hardcore fighter you've ever seen. I, I've got that anime thing going where like you can't see my eyes. They're just like shadows. Yeah, you don't have <laughs> I'm kind of just like always looking down. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is what I thought you looked like. I don't think I've ever actually established what day looks like. <laughs> it looks like day. No better time than the present. Oh, actually, I'm looking. I On the blades in the Dao Fei, there's a look section, so you fill out what you look like. I've only put three things down. Unreasonably muscular, really <laughs> handsome, and definitely cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you look exactly like I described you. Which is, yeah, I'm an anime character. Um, so... Tonin changes into his childhood vision of day, and it's like, oh yeah, it's actually pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, like now that I see, it, I'm like, how did I not know this before? <laughs> That's more or less right. <laughs> like, except I'm wearing like a sleeveless thing, so you can see like my arms have these crazy tattoos, and like my chest has some stuff. It's like just wild, cool tattoos. I, I take off my butler hat, and then all of a sudden you can see. Oh, it's you the whole time. Like <laughs> Clark Kent in the glasses. Day the butler. <laughs> oh, it's more of a Perry the Platypus situation. I think it's more a Perry Platypus situation. <laughs> um. Okay, but we, if we're going to do this job, we need to ensure that we have everything planned out to a T, that nothing can go wrong, because dying would be really inconvenient for me right now. Likewise, young man. I have people to take care of. Well, if you like, the young master who does have contingencies set up for the people in his family that need taken care of in the event of his death. Would you like me to set up a few for you? You can do that? I, I just want to clarify for Seaway's sake and for my own kind of morbid curiosity. If something happens to Wei Young, does he want his family killed or does he want them, like, actually taken care of? <laughs> it's on a case-by-case -case basis, young man. <laughs> <laughs> I am not at all surprised by that. Oh, man. Certain individuals will be provided for for the rest of their days. Other individuals also will be. <laughs> where is... Where did, what does he mean provided for? Does he just have endless funds that he's not sharing with us? Have you not heard of who property management? He's a landlord. Why doesn't he fund money into our operation? He likes to, uh, you know, work by the sweat of his brow. You guys have been acting like I'm the one hoarding the wealth in this group because I have the biggest stash that I'm not using, but who is rich? In defense, <laughs> in defense of the master, it is tied up with his father, who is, you know, the official head of the, the family and as such head of the business. So he doesn't actually have access to the money, but should he need the money, it is available to him. So do we kill his dad or the Earth King? Is his dad the Earth King? <laughs> his dad is not the Earth King. I know what the tablo tabloids have been saying of late. I have been hearing some rumblings. It's a little confusing. Never in his life has he been 
the Earth King. <laughs> anyway, young Master Lang, if you wish for some contingencies to be set up, I'm sure we could get something worked out. We'll have to discuss that. In the meantime, I guess we'll assassinate the most powerful person in the kingdom? I mean, how are we going to kill Day? He's right here. <laughs> oh, you mean the Earth King? I'm still conf- I, don't, I still don't know why- is Tigwe going to be there with us? No, he he won't get his hands dirty on this one. He's, uh, to quote him, I've killed enough Earth Kings. It's time for someone else to do it. That's pretty metal. Eh, he's Tigwe. Anywho, I do know where he's located at the moment. If you wish to speak with him. Are you saying I could meet Tigwe? Well, if he wants to. If he doesn't want to see you, he'll know you're coming. Oh my gosh, guys. Imagine if I could turn my face into Tigwe's face. Hold on a moment, actually. Didn't he try to kill several members of your family? Yeah, but he hasn't tried to kill me. He, he didn't try. He succeeded. All right, so he did kill several members of your family. I'm just saying. He hasn't killed me. Maybe you don't want to go see this guy. Why, why would I not want to see him? He may kill you. But he might also not. That's <laughs> technically true, but odds are stacked against you, young man. Every time I go outside, there's a 50-50 chance that the person I talk to is going to kill me. Flip of a coin. I don't think that's true. It's pretty binary. Either I'm going to kill this guy or I'm not going to kill this guy. Everybody thinks that as soon as they meet someone, right? Your grasp of statistics is tenuous at best, but if you really <laughs> want to go meet him, we certainly can. I, I just think it would be, like, I just met you. If I met him, my this would be the best day. I am the best day. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's so cool. Okay, um, I also, if we don't want to talk to an immortal assassin, I do have a vengeful demon spirit that I could talk to uh, for some more information. Now that my singing bowl is complete. I will, I will throw this out there. We only need to kill the Earth King if... We want Tigwe's help bringing Hu back. Well, I also... I understand you've got your fancy bowl. You may be able to do it on your own. I, well, I also think it would be really convenient if we established someone we could trust as the Earth King, legitimize all of our Daofei business, and then... Look, I know we all kind of took that oath when we became a Daofei that we would never work with, you know, the legal side of bossing, say again. But what if we just got rid of the sides and made it all the same side? So all of the illegal stuff just got made okay by the Earth King. And we could just do what we wanted, because I'll tell you what, I really do not like that Yong is breathing down our necks. I don't like that we have to keep having these fights with these other gang members. Why don't we just become, quote-unquote, tax collectors for the new Earth King? Would that make you happy, Seaway? Mmm... <laughs> That's a strong guess if I've ever heard one. <laughs> the music from the front changes to Taxman by the Beatles. Oh, I'm uncomfortable. On the one hand, I am a man of my word. On the other hand, I need a lot of money. And if your personal friend is the Earth King, you have a lot of money, sort of just by default. I need an unreasonable amount of money. Like the amount How of much is an unreasonable amount, young man? The amount of money I've already spent on this debt is about 20% of the entire debt. Alright, and how much does a king have? A lot. A lot more than that. But also oaths and being a man of my word and such. Okay, you can be a man of your word. I'm gonna be rich. <sighs> Again, we don't need to kill the Earth King. At least not right now. The young master who may do it all by himself. He's a very talented young man. Tonin, 
If I weren't a man of my word, things would have gone very differently when I was the first one to discover your secrets. <laughs> but I promised you that they were safe with me. I do appreciate that. But can't you make a new promise? <laughs> a better promise? We all made the same promise when we joined the Dao Fei. Yeah, the Dao Fei that are actively trying to kill us and take advantage of our situation. Did you expect something different? Well, I do like that we're forming a coalition now with these new blood new blood boys as i'm calling us we're the new blood boys that's a good idea because now i feel like we actually have some allies some people have our back that feels good what if we just got rid of the opposition there doesn't need to be an enemy we can all just have a common goal of bettering the lives of ourselves and the citizens of bossing say but mostly ourselves because we want money i just want to get the young master who back and he wants money no he has money well, he wants to be the earth king he wants power Get who back. Get money. Turn him into the Earth King. Or make him Earth King to get money. Then we can talk about establishing a new world order. <sighs> I, I would like to throw in one little caveat here. Have we completely forgotten the Father Glowworm situation? Well, I figure once we have the kingship, I'm pretty sure we established this pretty early on, I'm going to be running the church, Wei Young will run the state, and Siwei will run the military. With those three powers all coming down on Glowworm, I feel like we can, you know, honestly, here's, here's, if, if, if push comes to shove, a personal invitation from the Earth King to Avatar Kiyoshi saying, hey, we have a worm problem in uh, Bossing Say, I feel like she'll respond more favorably to that than, hey, we're a gang of Daofei criminals. Please kill this religious guy. Ned. Yes. Would Dave be aware that Tigway has directly worked with the Avatar? Well, you know, this is Blades in the Dark. What skill do you think you want to roll to see if you have that information? <laughs> I mean, the only one I can think of that would make sense it would be, like, study. Let's go with that. Can I, can I make a devil's bargain? Oh, yes, day. <laughs> trying to think of what a devil's bargain would be for just whether you know about something or not. Well, we could make, we'll, we'll make that just, like, a gather information roll. There's no, like, you'll, you'll get some information, at least, just depending on how good your roll was. Three. Three. So that is a full failure. You've heard <laughs> rumors about it. Whether you believe that those rumors are substantiated by truth, I'll leave up to you. Don't believe rumors if I can avoid it. Um, you know, there are rumors floating about that Tigway has worked directly with the Avatar. Perhaps we could work with him. Would I know anything about that? Just because, again, I know more about these people. What would you like to roll to know <laughs> if you have that information? I will roll... Boy, I don't know. I mean, we had Day roll study, so I guess it makes sense that we have you roll study, but you have zero dots in study. Yeah, but I was thinking maybe I would roll consort because I'm all about it. It would be from like talking with my friends and family back home. That's a good point. It's not a huge reach. Whether or not they would like, we would all talk about. We've already were, we're talking about these people. Maybe there is something like the Avatar. I'm assuming my family also doesn't jive a lot with this particular avatar. Yeah, neither of you are fans of each other, broadly speaking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can go ahead and roll consort for that. All right. That is a five. Hey. Your family, at least, firmly believes the rumors that Tiguai the Assassin has worked with Avatar Kiyoshi. Absolutely, I've heard those rumors. Yeah, I mean, you're real, and that was just a rumor. I sure am, young man. And I'm pretty sure the Avatar has... So maybe, maybe you know, maybe this whole web is coming together. And if we can just pull the right string, maybe Teague Wei can get the Avatar here to take care of our problem with that. I will say, 
The best criminals, and I think we are the best criminals, we find the right people to do the job. And if it's not us, it might be the Avatar. I do not want to fight Father Glowworm. Yeah, you did it once and it was rough. And that sounds like Avatar business. So in response to your question day, have we forgotten? No, but it's not really our job to fix and we have other things to do. I'm not going to say we have bigger koi elephants to fry, but different because while I am trying to become the head of a religious institution, it is not to help people fight off giant demons. One other thing I will just bring back to your attention. You're talking about establishing a new world order, and you have some friends who are also interested in establishing at least some degree of new order within Bossing Say. Yeah, I want to use this alliance we've got. I want to... I know we were brought into the coalition a little late, but I think we should take it over. I think we should be the leaders of the revolution. My biggest priority at the moment is to bring young Master Hu home. And he can be the face of the revolution. If the coalition will get us there, then great. But if they don't, then we need to address a different route of action. All right. I have a more concrete, actionable step next, if you two are willing. In fact, we may actually also need at least one or two of our cohorts. How good are you at ringing a singing bowl? Well, I've got two dots in a tune, so I'd hope I'm at least decent. That is actually very helpful. I I don't really mess with that sort of thing. Well, you're strong. You can be the one that rings the big bowl. <laughs> that mallet's kind of heavy. Yeah, because it's like a giant mallet, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the bowl is, I believe we said five foot across. Uh, I think we said ten. Yeah, I thought Sorry, it was yeah, five foot, five foot radius. Oh, there we go. Math. Yeah, so the mallet's pretty big. Um, I could certainly assist with the procedure. Perfect. If you wouldn't mind, my plan is this. I've never, I, I really think I got the calculations right. I think this room is built to specifications. I've placed the bowls. If Seaway rings the big bowl while I'm sitting in it, Day, you ring this bowl and this bowl at the proper time, and then we get a couple more people to ring these other bowls. I can have a very clear and direct conversation with Ko. And if Wei Young is alive in the spirit world, he might not know immediately, but he has enough people to send out to find out that information. And we may be able to get a better idea of how to get him back. If you're willing to, I will tell you, during this process, do not show emotion. So if we find out that he's dead, you just have to keep a very straight face, okay? Will we not be wearing our masks? Yeah, if I'm wearing a wolf mask, does he still steal my face? So you actually, for this to work, can't be wearing a mask. And my face will be its natural face. So we have to maybe do a little explaining to a couple of our cohorts. But yeah, no masks. It's got to be your real face. And Poor Eelhound isn't getting out of there with his face. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> Why do I feel more comfortable assassinating the Earth King? <laughs> Look, this is just my boss. You don't need to be super, you know, it, 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 it's not super formal. It's just my boss. He probably wouldn't even talk to you. <laughs> yeah, he, he maybe he's busy. He might not take my call. But the the way the, the ceremony works is you if you wear a mask, there's a sense of dishonor and distrust there and the connection won't be stable. So it needs to be your f true face. But you just 
keep a neutral expression and you'll be fine. I don't like it. You like it? I don't like it. But you'll do it anyway, right? I'd rather just assassinate the Earth King. (laughs) Young man, if this will bring the young Master Who back, I will give you all of the coin in my possession as of right now, if you aid us. Do you have no coin? I have three coin and five stash. That's That's a decent amount of coin. Five coin coming your way if you assist us. That does almost get me to the next gray box in my stash. All right. <laughs> I love how I... <laughs> Seaway can always be bought for a price. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm getting rid of that off my sheet. You have five more coin now. Because I believe when you take it out of your stash, it's half of whatever you take out that you can actually use. But what mm-hmm. if you're not taking it out? You're just transferring it to someone else's stash. Eh. I think you're still taking it out and then putting it in. The bank's going to charge you for it. Yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> okay. There. I got rid of all the money I have. All right. So I will say, I think Eelhound would be a good choice. I also would really like to get Ling Zhao, mm-hmm. uh, one of our other guys, to help us out. Is there any way to, like, glue Eelhound's cheeks to his teeth or something <laughs> so that he can't... <laughs> Can we, can we just, like, put a cork in him so his lungs don't fly out of his mouth halfway through? Ko's like, ooh, I do not want that. <laughs> hey, coughing up your lungs doesn't count as emoting. <laughs> can you imagine if he just, like, completely expressionless, just... Now, where were we, boss? Hey. Oh, I, I really wanted Wild. to I wanted him to be a cool, very elite thug. And now look what we've done to my boy. He's a different kind of elite. This is a dude who can cough his lungs up, slurp them back, and carry on as if nothing happened. Yeah, that's horrifying. <laughs> Unflappable. He's, imagine if that happened to someone who had cornered you in an alley. <laughs> yeah, I would I would be scared. All right, let's start ringing these bowls then. All right, so if it may be, it it is. I would like to use my compel ability with the assistance of these people, where... I can attune to the ghost field to force a nearby ghost to appear and obey a command you give it. Obviously, this is going to be a little... This is going to be based on the compel thing because I can't control Ko. Why not? Well, I don't imagine. I'm. That's a limitation I'm setting for myself. I can't control Ko. <laughs> okay, I'm going to make another offer. What if we make an engagement roll? <gasps> the, the heist of all time. Stealing people from the spirit world. Steal Wei Young back from the spirit world. Okay. I'm down with that. Holy cow. I like this. I think that's a good idea. Let's do a, let's do an engagement roll. Um, so this is definitely going to be an occult approach. Makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you guys think it's a different thing. Social. Yeah, you're right. I'm just talking to my boss. We're just talking to a guy. All right. <laughs> well, here, I'll, I'll say this. The description for a cult is engage a supernatural power. Yeah. Like, you could say that you're trying to do violence to a supernatural power, but you're still engaging a supernatural power, which makes it a cult instead of assault. Yeah. I'd like to avoid violence on this one. All right. So, a cult, therefore, our arcane method, uh, the detail of the score is these singing bowls that we finally managed to figure out. And I will say, we have sunk time and money into making this work. So I don't know if that gives us another die, but I feel like it should. Well, let's go through uh, the questions here. We start with one die for sheer luck. Next, is the operation particularly bold or daring? It's pretty bold. Yeah, I mean... It's going to ring up Co real quick. For me, not particularly, because it's kind of what I do, but f- the involvement of other people makes it more so. So I would say probably. I'd agree with that. Now, is the operation overly complex or contingent on many factors? I mean, if we don't ring those bells just right, 
then who knows what we're going to summon. Oh, no, I didn't even think of that. So that's minus one die. So we're at zero right now. No, well, we got plus one because it's bold and daring. Oh, okay. Minus one because it's overly complex. The spirit door opens and Father Glowworm's just chilling there. Oh, my gosh. So currently we're at one for sure. Look, <laughs> next. Does the plan's detail, i.e. these singing bowls, expose a vulnerability if the target or hit them where they're weakest? Yes. Like, this whole ritual was designed specifically to accomplish this. So, yes. I would agree. Next, is the target strongest against this approach, or do they have particular defenses or special preparations? No. I mean, Ko told you guys how to get access yeah. to it. Yeah, this was taught by him, so it just is a weakness that he has allowed people to access in exchange for faces. All right, we're at plus two. Next, can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? Does Eelhound count as help? <laughs> I think he counts as help. He is a cohort of yours. Eelhound and the boys helping out, so that's plus one die. Next, are any enemies or rivals interfering with the operation? We locked Riven up, right? Yeah, you locked him up in the cage next to the sheer shoes. Uh, <laughs> they, they just give him a little lick whenever he starts stirring, so he's not going to be able to interfere with this situation. <laughs> next, are there any other elements you want to consider? Tier, location, etc.? Oh, I would like to consider that I have two dots in a tune. I feel like that gives us something of an edge. I would like to consider that I have basically based my whole character around <laughs> making these bowls. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got nothing. You're strong. You can lift that mallet. I swing hammer. You swing it good, though. <laughs> I think a big thing to consider here as well is that big spirits such as Ko the Face Stealer are not often too keen on letting regular old people have direct access to them. But Ko, in this instance, has specifically gone out of his way because of the pact that Tone and his family have made to say, hey, here's how you get a hold of me. Uh, made himself vulnerable to you in that way, uh, but he still knows that he can absolutely mess you up if you double-cross him. So... I think we can give you guys plus one for that, which would put us at four dice. Holy cow. All right. I think that'll be our best engagement roll literally ever. I've got my four colored dice for the four elements. I will roll that engagement. Better be good. So it starts with Seaway ringing the big bowl. And then as I'm sitting cross-legged in the middle meditating, I gesture for when each bowl is to be rung at a certain time to get the harmonics in the proper order. And... That one of them's a six, so we are good. One of them's a six, all right. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yes, one is a one, and then the other two are fours. You're in a controlled position when the action starts. You feel the frequencies, the resonances all around you, kind of like passing through you, bouncing off the walls, all of them in perfect alignment with each other. And Tonin, you are going to this, it sounds like kind of just expecting that you'll be able to have a conversation with Ko. Yeah, with a bit more sway and direct communicate. Like I am almost fully physically going there. Now, what is going to kind of make that even more interesting is day as the resonances are going up, you remember what you saw earlier, you kind of slip your spirit mask over your eyes and you can see like a burning cinder at the bottom of that singing bowl is the keyhole. I got my ghost key handy, right? You've got your ghost key. I'm going to wait for the opportune moment. I'm not going to do it this second. I'm, I'm going to wait. All right. 
So as the resonances finally meet their fever pitch, everything goes silent. You can still feel the energies moving through your body, especially all of you with your uh, whatever degree of earth bending attunement you are aware of, you can still feel all of the movements going through your body, but your ears don't hear anything except for silence until you begin to hear a little scuttling noise. Which direction is it coming from? You're not entirely sure. It could be coming from any part of the room. It could be coming from within your own body at this moment. You are not aware of where the sound is coming from. And it goes still for just a moment before you hear it replaced with a voice. A voice that addresses tone indirectly, but which you all feel resonating throughout you in that same fashion of placelessness, saying, Ah, Tonin, you've brought some friends with you. What a delight. So many new faces to make my acquaintance with. And I think that's where we're going to pick up next time. Of course, that's where we're going to pick up. <laughs> where else would we pick up? <laughs> Just a quick reminder, we get plus one die to resistance rolls. Yes, um, good reminder. Throwing that out there. <laughs> yes, plus one because of Forged in Fire, plus an additional one against Supernatural Forces because you took the Anointed ability. Oh, that's right. I get plus one to resolve against Supernatural Terrors, like <laughs> me specifically do. You are set. That You were made for this. Also, not to potentially spoil anything since this is all up to chance, but... There is now a distinct possibility that our two timelines... I was going to say, this might be, like, next episode is where it all happens. Yeah, either we we approach this from Blades in the Dark or we approach approach it from Avatar Legends, but we're going to see our own characters. We're going to be chilling out, talking to Ko, and all of a sudden the Avatar Legends people kick in the door. Who's like, Ko, take me back. Wait, what are you guys doing here? I I think I'm actually going to call an audible and say we're not going to make a role at the beginning of next episode. We're just going to start in Avatar Legends next episode and see where the timelines take us. It's all coming together that is a good audible oh man well everybody we got we got some crazy stuff to find out we're going to record this episode immediately after we're done with this so i'm very excited to yeah. just get through all this outro stuff so we can get to it you're yeah. gonna have to wait a little bit longer you gotta wait a whole week so i'm just gonna get right into it thanks for listening to imp tab avatar we'll be back next time with more adventures in the world of blades and the dao fate if you want more, go ahead and subscribe. Maybe even give us a review. We would be just as happy as a person who's been trying for so, 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 so long to build a singing bowl and have it work, <laughs> discovering that his singing bowl works, <laughs> if you would go ahead and give us a review on the podcatcher of your choice. We're also all over social media at Improv Tabletop. So if you'd like to connect with us there, you know, maybe you want to talk with Christian about how all of his plans are coming together so perfectly. Don't be afraid to reach out to us. Now it's time to shout out our next batch of Sticker Club patrons. Ooh. First person we're shouting out today is Christine Lines. Hey. Christine was the person who told Tonin all of those stories back in the day about <laughs> Deus Ex Machina, <laughs> the man who managed to escape the clutches of Tigwai the Immortal. I appreciate that very much. Very good storyteller who has brought some significant benefits to our current situation. So thank you for your assistance to the Masked Spirits. Got the details surprisingly accurate. Yeah, surprisingly <laughs> accurate. Yeah. Next person we're shouting out is Tyson Lanzin. Woo! 
Tyson was the one who supplied Day with the spirit mask, which hey. he was using to see the ghost key. My guy, thanks. So another <laughs> big contributor to the situation. And the last person, how did Sarah Martin contribute to this situation? <laughs> uh, Sarah made you all some very nice sandwiches that you can take oh, with you into the spirit world. So you yes. don't get hungry while you're there. I do like a good sandwich. I bet you get hungry in the spirit world quicker. I don't know why. I don't know what the explanation <laughs> would be, but I bet you do. I mean, it's established canon that you can't use the bathroom there, but you still need to use the bathroom. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. What, ca what when, canon? Is that in one of the comments when, or am I forgetting the no, scene from the, the show? No, that's in the TV show. When Sokka gets taken by the panda spirit and he comes out, He's like, oh, I really got to use the bathroom. <laughs> like immediately, <laughs> first thing he does. So if your body still needs to poop, then your body still needs to eat. Yeah, and you just got to make sure you keep those sandwiches away from the snoots of any anteater hounds because they'll come running for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hate those guys. That's going to do it for this batch. And we'll have more Sticker Club patrons to shout out next week. And if you, dear listener, want to join their ranks, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash improv tabletop, where you can also get bonus episodes, Discord access, biannual sticker packs, and more, such as the obligatory talkback, which uh, we recently changed up the way that we're doing that, so we're actually giving our patrons time to respond to us before we record the episode. Imagine that. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, so if you want to get in on the action, ask us some questions, then you might be able to hear answers to those questions in the obligatory talkback. Now, let's do a round of plugs. Christian, would you like to take that this time around? Absolutely. We have our sister podcast, I Cast Fireball. Boy, howdy, if I could tell you everything, it's so exciting. You are definitely missing out if you have not taken the chance to listen to them yet, especially with what's upcoming. We have our partnership with FanRollDice.com. You can use the coupon code VroomVroomVV to get 10% uh, off your order. And we get a little kickback from that, which is nice. Uh, we also have all of our Fate campaigns, which have been getting a little bit more uh, traction, at least in the uh, in the Discord. Uh, we've had some patrons talking about some of their favorite ones, which has been fun. And we have our other Avatar Legends uh, long-form campaign, which is a hoot and a half and will make you feel things, which is great. Indeed. Well, everybody, thanks so much for joining us here in the world of ImpTab Avatar Blades in the Dao Fae. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by... Thomas Ryan as Deus Es Machina. Christian Randall as Tonin Yoru. And Evan Peterson as Siwei Leng. Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on ImpTab Avatar. I like to think you either look like the Butcher from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood or Colonel Armstrong from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Mm. Just stupid ripped. I've never watched that, so <gasps> I don't know. Oh, boy, you gotta. The, well, you said an anime character, and uh, those are the quintessential giant, weirdly muscular anime characters. <laughs> are they weirdly <laughs> handsome? Because that's a key component in every character I make. They are so handsome that little sparkles go around their faces whenever they're on screen. It's a pretty good sign. <laughs> it's true.